Way we are on the penultimate, the penultimate episode of Oh What a Marvel Codon on Division. I am your host, Dean Lewis. And we have Jay. What? I don't know. I'm excited to be back. I'm just excited. I missed you guys I last week. I got to put my hat on before I went on screen, which I don't. <laughs> Oh man, I feel like I'm going bald in my hair. I got like this, like I, I'm going bald like right here. It's very light, and so I have the back. I kind of comb it up, trying to like cover it up, and it does not work. And I, I noticed it, and I'm like, oh holy shit, dude! I got to put my hat on this. <laughs> so I'm like hurrying up. Hopefully, nobody noticed. But are you going bald or are you going gray? Like the vision. <laughs> Very excited about that thing. Okay, all right, all right. All right. Uh, uh, right there, right there, guys. We're watching this episode of Rewatch because I've started at the end. Oh, my God. God, Sean, what are you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, introduce us first, and then i got to yell at you for a minute. <laughs> and Sean, who's here to yell at us this week and not talk about the episode because he's not a professional. How are you doing? Hey, how's it going? Uh, <laughs> every time I look at your hat, Wade, I, th- that's my high school mascot. So, um, Or it was my high school mascot when I went to high school. Um, so I just think about it. Longhorns. It's, it's a good team to think about. Uh, I was born in Ohio, but I was raised for the first part of my life in Texas. And mm. uh, I love Texas. I was a Houston uh, Astros fan. I Saw uh, Nolan Ryan pitch many times. Well, not many times, but a few times for the Astros, mm-hmm. and uh, he's uh, he's the he's my favorite baseball player of uh, of my lifetime while I've been alive. And then, mm-hmm. of course, Griffey Jr. back there is the man too. But anyway, this is not about baseball uh, or no. the Longhorns. Um, yeah, dude this this episode was awesome, and I'm excited for Sean to give Dean hell because this is going to be good and well deserved. All right. Come on, come on, let's go. So I was having a great day. I was having a pretty bad week at first, okay? <laughs> and then and then yesterday they announced a bunch of Final Fantasy VII remake stuff, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is great. And then last night I watched an incredible episode of WandaVision, and I was like, oh, it's even better. And then they announced two new Pokemon games, and I was on cloud nine, man. I was having the best day of my life, and I was like, you know what? Before... I go on the show tonight. I should listen to what they said last week. And then I just had to hear the most, the most obscene, the, the most crazy. There was one person on the show last week that had their mind in the right state. And that was Mr. J Wade. I, what, what guys last week was incredible. That was me. I mean, maybe the funniest sitcom stuff we've had so far, like Wanda's whole, like, you know, I, I've decided that nothing matters, but you know, if you want to come to your own conclusions, that's cool too. And like Monica getting her powers was awesome. And the reveal of, I mean, we got the song of the summer in Agatha all along. I mean, that, that song is everywhere. And I just, it broke my heart to hear you, Dean and Sarah, who is hiding today from me. She didn't yep. show up because she knew how mad I was about last week. Uh, it, it broke my heart, broke my heart. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I just feel like they kind of, last week's episode and maybe like the week before or this week's episode probably could have been condensed because it was all about the reveal last week. And this week is still kind of all about the reveal, but we're going back to the beginning. You know what? And not just I'm not mad. Iron Man. I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Oh, yeah, man. That's worse. But hurt about Full <laughs> He's got a full butt, everybody. <laughs> He's got a full butt. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Anyway, we go back to the beginning. And I'm not just talking about Iron Man. I'm not talking about Captain Marvel. I'm talking Massachusetts, Salem in, I don't know what year it is. They didn't specify. 19, or, or 1693? Something, 16, something like that. There you go. So, you know, ju- just just a couple of years before um, Jay was born here, we were in 1693. <laughs> I mean, you're not too far off. I'm not going to I'm not going to uh I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> so, I 
at the beginning of the show, right? I had um I, I, I went at the beginning of the show where they're talking about like all the way back episode one, right? They're talking about anniversaries, okay? Uh Agnes says that her date, her their special day is June second. And immediately yeah, I was yeah. like, well, okay, what's June second? And I looked it up. June second was the beginning of the Salem witch trials. So Episode one, I'm looking up this date like, okay, she's referencing the beginning of the Salem Witch Trials. Imagine my face last night when I start this episode of WandaVision and we start in the Salem Witch Trials. I'm sitting there like, yes, yes. (laughs) Oh, it was so good. Man, I'm surprised. They went went straight for the witch stuff. They went deep into Witchland. Like from the get go, like I was wondering how they're going to handle this. You know, we kind of just going to acknowledge that kind of, you know, because they're, they're just they're superheroes basically. I mean, what we see them doing in this with the, um, you know, the magic binding things that they do on um, Agnes at the beginning there to the hold it to the pole or the cross, you know, and then the beams. They've all got blue beams, and they kind of. I don't know. I thought I'd be questioning a lot more. Like, really? We're just going to believe that people were running around in Massachusetts in 1600s just blue beaming everywhere. <laughs> and we're only just hearing about this in the Marvel Universe now. I surprisingly was okay with that. I thought I was going to be questioning that a hell of a lot more than I did. Jay, as a casual fan, they kind of just throw you into 1600s. You know, you're back at home and we're going straight in magical powers. We're not really stopping to explain the logic of what they're doing and how they're doing it. How does that feel for you as a as a casual Marvel movie fan? I I didn't think anything of it at all. Um, first of all, because I've I've seen a lot of movies and shows about the Salem witch trials, so like, and I got the right. gist that you know she was doing shit she shouldn't have been doing, so that she was being punished. And I didn't question any of the witchcraft stuff. And I I don't like even though it's a like a comic book world. In my mind, when I view it, I view it as if all of that stuff is in this real-life world that we're in now. So in this, you know, witchcraft, literal witchcraft being involved with anything would not surprise me whatsoever. (laughs) I thought it was awesome. Yes. Just like we have, like... Oh, I I think that's that's funny. I thought that was a funny sentence. What sentence? Which one? You were saying any, uh, anything in in the real world having witchcraft involved would not surprise you, and I was like, yeah, honestly, I, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me either at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, hold hold on, Dean. I'm sorry, that was funny to you. Well, I'm agreeing with you. So I'm, <laughs> like I'm a fucking clown now. You're a very funny person. <laughs> Make you laugh is that? What you're I just saying? I just came out here and I was like, Jay Wade is the only person last week that had his goddamn mind straight, and you're already attacked. What's happening here? I thought we formed an alliance. Have you All ever right, seen Goodfellas. I haven't. Okay, then you didn't get it whatsoever. But that was no. brilliant for those who have seen Goodfellas. Oh, I'm I sure. I'm just gonna um. Just gonna Sorry. hang out here real quick. <laughs> each other. So, uh, I I loved this scene with the with the Salem witch trial stuff because one thing that the Marvel Universe has done so well in in the Infinity Saga, right, is making everything kind of small, right? Like Captain Marvel's powers, everything kind of comes from uh, a a certain set of things, right? So like we get introduced to Captain Marvel who's this awesome badass with weird magic powers or not magic powers, but weird powers and they're like, but the test the Tesseract gave it to her, right? She got it from the space yeah. stone. Everything has kind of had an origin of like connected to something that we already know existed. Visions created by the Mind Stone up until now, uh, that's how Scarlet Witch and Pietro got their powers was from the Mind Stone. Obviously that's not true anymore, but they did such a good job of making everything feel really small. And it felt like with this episode, they were like, that's not going to be the case anymore. We're not going to hold your hand and be like, this is where everybody's powers come from. And it's not going to be a neat thing that you're going to recognize. There's going to be witches. Now we're going to have Shang Chi. Who's just a dude with magic powers that punches dragons. Like, yeah, we're not going to connect everything to the infinity stones anymore. Like we used to. And I really appreciated that. Yeah, I think they've earned it. I just worry that it was a bit bold, but I assume that majority of people are kind of just going to be on board with this. Be like, yeah, we're in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They're probably, if we've got like myths of like witches and magic, then they probably actually have witches and magic. So, yeah. 
I mean, we've... Yeah, it doesn't need too much more than that. I agree. We've seen magic in, like, Doctor Strange and stuff, and I guess that's... I don't think they ever really explained where that magic came from. So, you know... No, they don't. It, it they exists. Don't. It's, just, it's, it's just energy in the universe that some people can tap into. And that's it. Speaking of energy, you notice how... They've got her in the middle, and they're all firing their blue energy into her. She's got, like, a red energy inside of her, mm-hmm. and then it's, like, their blue energy, like, hits her red energy, and when she fires it back out, it's, like, when she kind of develops the purple. Yeah. Kind of. What I'm interested to know is what is she up to that they all don't like, because we don't really find that out, but it's clear that she's trying to do something that they are not fans of. If she's trying to contact somebody, if she's trying to utilize a dark magic that you know that everyone else is kind of forbidden, that maybe relates to somebody else. Anyone got any thoughts on that? Not really. I, the only thought I have is you know on the idea of contacting somebody. I'm going to go ahead and eat my own words here. I'm as of right. I I don't think Mephisto's in this show, guys. I think you know no. we've been kind I, of saying. Nightmare. I I think I think we got the bad guys. I think it's I think this entire thing has been explained. It was Wanda kind of pushed into her grief by Hayward. Kind of in the past and comic book stuff that, that nightmare like what was a was a horse fly at one point in time. Yeah, I mean the bunny ate the <laughs> cicada that showed up. I I I think that what happened was Wanda was kind of pushed into this grief by Hayward who wanted to reform vision. Right. So he kind of was, I mean, that's like, I don't want to talk about it too much because we're going to talk about it, but I I think she created this place in her grief. And then Agatha was like, what the fuck is this? That is wild. And showed up. I don't think Mephisto's involved. Uh, I assume that we will eventually meet a demon type thing in the Doctor Strange movie, but I don't think they're involved yet. Maybe yeah. they'll show up at the very end of the show and they'll have been attracted to Wanda because of what's happening in the same way that Agatha was, but I don't think that Mephisto yeah. has been involved in the show up until now. No. My thought watching this um, on this stuff was maybe it's Cathon that she's trying to because um, in the comics, like, Cathon is like like responsible for like he created like the chaos magic right mm-hmm. um that's um scarlet witch who now has the name scarlet witch taps into and um and he's also tied into wonder's origin and like how she kind of was born with her witchy powers and stuff like that it seems a bit late in the game now to kind of bring that in but they definitely hint that agatha is working or in tandem with something that she shouldn't be that nobody else is touching. Mm. And uh, maybe that's something that they're leaving as a thread that they can come back to at some point later and touch on. Like, oh, yeah, Agatha was actually, you know, this is the guy that she was trying to contact and mm. it's Mephisto or it's Nightmare and, and then it retroactively ties in back into this series in Doctor Strange 2 or something like that, yeah. perhaps. I've well, got a theory. Oh, I want to hear yeah. your theory. Um, I've been... I, I, Dude, guys, as you just heard with the with the 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 fly and the and the cicada bit, I've been doing some research. No, I'm okay. just I'm not going there. I okay. just <laughs> so okay. I'm doing some deep dive into this stuff. I've uh, comic books, uh, uh, just anything I get my yeah. hands on. And there is a bad guy here. It's not no. accurate. There is someone else pulling the strings. It is Kite Man. From the DC <laughs> DC Comics, he is he is making his official debut in the MCU, uh, and and that's what's going on here. It's Kite Man. Wade, you never disappoint me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as for I'm not Kite Man, I don't think that theory is going to take <laughs> off. <guys. laughs> uh, I I think I think it's possible that she'll communicate with somebody. I mean, Agatha's old. Right, like we get introduced to her in the 1600s. So, and she also seems very experienced. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe she's had dinner with Mephisto before. You know, maybe, maybe she sat down. I do think it is still interesting the husband thing. We still haven't seen what that's about. But I don't know. I this show still has me on my toes. But I think it's becoming less and less likely that there is another force already involved. 
Yes. My theory last week is that I think the likely scenario is that this whole show plays out as it's going, and then maybe we get a post-credit scene that implies that maybe Agatha was working for or with somebody bigger. We, I think that's probably the most we're going to get as far as like another big bad I hope so. in this. I think, yeah, I think a post-credit scene is probably as far as we're going to go with that. I would imagine, and that also leads Which, into like. I don't. I don't want them to kill Agatha in this show. I love. I want to see her at, like more in the MCU. Yeah. Movies. I, I don't care. Oh, I think she's killing it. Real quick. Uh, her last name Han. Yeah, Catherine Han. Catherine Han. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm related to her, you, but but I am saying that my mother's maiden name is Han. H A H N. So see, you never, see you if you can get her on the show. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Out, maybe. Yeah. Um, just um, put in a good word with her people and see if we can um, get her on for the finale yeah. <laughs> next week. I mean, you um, were you were in the writers' room, right, Wade? You wrote the show, so oh, yeah, you should have yeah. some connections on that way. They didn't use yeah. most of my ideas, any of them. But you know. <laughs> the kite man thing was your bust. <laughs> Wade's like they were supposed to introduce kite man three episodes ago. What the hell? Because how are they going to fit the whole Kite Man backstory into one more episode, guys? It just doesn't make sense. When are they going to show Jesus Joker? I don't understand. I'm waiting, man. <laughs> oh, man. I, Snyder was poking the bear with that one. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So we, we, we get back up to, I want to say modern day, but not quite modern day. We kind of catch up to ourselves with, um, with Catherine Hahn. Um, Jay's auntie, um, <laughs> great auntie, you know, she's more believable, probably not because she's old, but just because she's so different to Jay. Um, <laughs> you know, we want to have Catherine Hahn on this show, guys. So if anyone can get a word, yeah, if out, anybody knows Catherine Hahn, yeah. like, be like, oh, what a marvel on Merc with the Movie Blog really wants to have you on their show. Yeah, just um, if you only ever get to say one thing to Catherine Hahn, make sure you plug this show, guys. Even if it's three um, years from now, even if it's three years from now, have her be like, hey, they did every episode, man. They did them all. They covered them all every single episode. They even talked about the unused Kite Man <laughs> plot. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. Anyway, we are coming back. We, we it, What I love about this episode, guys, is we we kind of tr- it's called recap by the way and we've had and I saw the title of this show of this episode and I thought recap man I feel like we've had like two episodes of recap already like every like two or three episodes we stop and we kind of you know catch up with ourselves and I feel like they were kind of spoon feeding us a little bit by last week hence my point about hitting the same bit over and over yeah again. being wrong but it's really- okay it's okay. I enjoyed it this time. We go back through the Marvel Universe. We kind of revisit kind of in between like a few of the other movies and we fill in a lot of questions that, you know, I'd always had. How did the conversation with Vision start? How do you develop a romance with the Vision? Oh my God, that's like, where did that thought pop into your oh. head? You know, this all of this kind of stuff. This episode, I think, when it comes to character is the single best thing Marvel has ever done when it comes to yeah, character. Man. Like, you know, <clears throat> it doesn't have the big plot of like Infinity War, right? You know, or or Endgame. And it doesn't have the big action sequences of any like a Civil War or something. But it's really the closest anything Marvel Studios has done has come to being like a character study. Like this entire episode is just about Wanda and her grief over the period of her life. And I mean... You talk about that scene between her and Vision. I wrote it down because Vision has the best lines, okay, in everything. Is it about the grief? Yes. So I, I, I saw yeah. a lot of people talking about this online, but, you know, Vision hit us in Age of Ultron with a thing isn't beautiful because it lasts, which is a great line, I think, Yes. in Age of Ultron. And then bringing it, bringing it back in 2021, he hits us with what is grief if not love persevering? And I just think they give the best lines to Paul Bettany. He's like, yeah. And the man is so good. I oh, I dude, thought this episode was awesome fantastic. Prometheus, dude, amazing. So good. So when Mini yeah, Fisto showed up, and uh, <laughs> Prometheus, dude, he fucking killed it. 
<laughs> yeah, man. And Magneto in Wimbledon. It's gonna be weird. <laughs> they're gonna have a. Uh, they're gonna have him play Magneto and Vision at the same time. That's kind of weird. Hey, man, sounds awesome. Yeah, well, you know, he's a diverse dude. He's um really um varied and versatile actor there. So you, if you're gonna get him into the Vision, you might as well get him to play Magneto as well. Like you've got Michael Fassbender, star of Assassin's Creed, right there. Yeah. Well, that would be like, so fucking bad. <laughs> you've got Academy Award nominated star of the Snowman. You got a Magneto movie. No, no more. no more. No more. No <laughs> more. I'm walking in the <laughs> Anyway, guys. <laughs> I'm losing my train of thought. So we we get wonder, we get the origin. Um, we kind of tie in, we kind of weave in a little bit to, um, or kind of touch on like the commercials that we've been seeing with the, the flashing red light and on the, on the start one, we get all of this stuff. We, we, um, explain the sitcom thing. We get, um, they're watching videos with their parents. Pietro says, why is it always this sitcom stuff? You know, which I thought was a great line. It's always sitcom, 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 which, you know, he, he must have been watching the first three episodes of this <laughs> with everyone on the internet because, you know. The show is very we, meta. We, we felt it. I mean. Yeah, that, uh, they, every now and then they, they do just enough, you know, with that stuff where they like the self-referential and like, you know, just the writing of the, the show or like the history of kind of what we know as the Marvel Cinematic Universe that then just like in-universe like history and yeah. stuff like that and the kind of the crossover between the two of the nexus point if you will nexus um, okay yeah 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 I, I hear you i hear you uh agatha has a line like that where she's like uh i have a theory but i need more <laughs> and i was like me for the last eight episodes that is that that is what i have been thinking agatha uh but yeah yes we um should we get the origin um of pietro and and this is great man because i always thought when we saw Winter Soldier, it's like, oh man, you know, I wish, you know, I get that they had to kind of get those characters in there and they kind of like took the shortcut route, you know, to kind of get them in for Age of Ultra and stuff, but it worked. But I'm so glad we got to go back and, and touch on this stuff because um, it really, it really just, it felt like I was, um, I think it was just the way they were shot or like seeing some of the set and stuff in some of these scenes as we're going through Wanda's history, but I felt like they were shot like in the style of like the Marvel movies mm -hmm. that were like of the time, you know, in the same way that they kind of aped the um, sitcom styles. When we're watching the um, the origin of um, Wanda and Peter, Pietro, Pietro, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, that was a good line. That was a great line. Um, but yeah, it felt like that credit scene from Winter Soldier. Yeah. Winter Soldier. It had that dark griminess. And then as we kind of go through the history and we get into the, um, the stuff with Wonder and and Vision meeting and stuff and Avengers Compound, it it just felt like I was right back in Civil War, Age of Ultron, like you know, in a deleted scene or something. Exactly, it felt right. like a deleted scene from Civil War. It was incredible. It didn't just feel like you know retroactively no. kind of filling in stuff, you know, because we accepted their relationship without all this stuff, this backstory stuff anyway. It makes it but so they much better. Didn't need to put it in there, but man. Vision's gonna die again, guys. Like, I got a theory. I got a theory. I, I got, I got, a, I got a theory, but we'll talk about it in a little bit. I want to say with the revisiting stuff, we got a little bit of a retcon. I mean, it's it's a pretty major retcon, but it's a retcon that works in that Wanda's powers no longer come from the Mind Stone; they were amplified by the Mind Stone, yeah. and I think that's a great retcon because really, it it, it it didn't really make a whole lot of sense, did it? Like, I mean, Wanda's powers coming from the Mind Stone made sense. She had, like, mind powers. Yeah. Pietro got super speed from the Mind... That never really that never really made any sense, did it? Like, I mean, <laughs> you know? We don't cover this, though, in, the, in this episode because we see that Wanda has a different reaction to the, um, the Scepter. So what happened with Pietro, then? Is he, was he a, a witch or a wizard? Or, you know, how did he just react that way to that I, to the stone. He's a bit weird. My theory is that she 
changed him like she changed Monica. But on a like on a smaller level, like obviously she didn't make a giant yeah. <laughs> hex that he walked. No. But I think it's the same power that she ended up using to create uh, to or to change Monica into superhero. I think she did the same thing to Pietro, and that's where he got his super speed from. Because yeah. the Mind Stone, it just doesn't make sense for him. To, well, we all we all no. accepted it in Age of Ultron, but really, when you think about it, <laughs> yeah. it doesn't really make sense. Do you think she kind of just affected his DNA, like kind of how she affected the? Um... I've forgotten the thing now. She affected. <laughs> she um. <laughs> Man. Like she affected the hex or to, with Monica. No, the bomb. The bomb. The bomb. Bomb. Oh, say, which is another plot hole that I always thought about because I was like, man, what is this? We're supposed to believe that Tony Stark is the <laughs> best genius billionaire inventor guy in the world and his damn bomb is a dud. I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't want anyone to die in a war torn country <laughs> getting blown up in their own home with their parents dead on top of them. What? I don't wish that on anyone. <laughs> what a weird I disclaimer. Can't my Tony Stark bombs to work, people. What a strange disclaimer to have to make. I just, you know, just so everybody knows, I'm not advocating for bombings in <laughs> war torn countries that well, kill families. But if you're going <laughs> to do it, do it right. I mean, <laughs> this is Stark bomb. This, is a, this ain't no hammer bullshit. This is a Tony Stark yeah. Industries bomb. That shit should have gone off straight away. No yeah. Scarlet Witch, no One Division, show's cancelled, goodbye. I do want to talk about that scene <laughs> a little bit because just I, I I picked this up uh, for uh, I picked this up for Wade to put on here. Just when like she was like, no peeking or whatever, right? That's like you know in episode one when there's like she like puts the hands up, she's like, oh, that's the Sokovian Greeting, greeting thing yeah. and they kind of do they do that uh, uh a couple times uh i'll bring up the other one when we get to that scene but um we also were kind of talking i mean you talked about the nexus and the mind stone do you want to talk about the what happens with the mind stone well in the stuff in the in the in that scene? yeah when we get to we get a little a little image or something because I, I got i i have it to pull up on screen and what are you waiting for put it up Leave me you got the image. There you go. I, it's right there. Look at that. Oh, that one right there. Yeah. Yes. Damn it, wait. So, Are you gonna put this up or what? I keep I'm trying, trying to put it up. Exactly what you're trying to show us, and it's cool, but right there, they, wait. God damn it. <laughs> Look. Oh. Yeah, that's awesome. That's obviously Agatha. <laughs> what? They can't see me, but I'm just, I put my head down. What? That is, is, that is Scarlet Witch. That is her and her comic look. That is Agatha. That is Scarlet Witch from the comics. That is her hairstyle from the comics. That's her crown. I I don't even know who Scarlet Witch is, but that's Agatha. Uh, No, ma'am. That is clearly the Silver Surfer at Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever the Scarlet Witch is. So, so here's my question for you, Dean. As as yeah. you are the other Marvel comic fan, the only other one in the world. Um, yes. People online have been people on, online have been talking about how you know there's all there are these there's these Nexus beings and all that in the Marvel comics, and we kind of got some hints at the Nexus stuff in the uh, I think it was last week's commercial. Um, yes. Do you think I saw some people online theorizing that possibly this is actually the Scarlet Witch from the comics? Like, kind of nudging forward the Scarlet Witch of the movie universe. Like, so like this is like this is what this is the full potential version. This is what you could end up as, kind of thing. This is like the, you know, the the Alpha Scarlet Witch, if you will. Yeah, I this. I don't know, man. I just think, I just think it was like you're destined to be this legendary Scarlet Witch thing and you know that's yeah. kind of like that's kind of like what you might look like in the future <laughs> when you fully embrace your powers I, I so. think people are reading too much into the, little, the Nexus oh, she, stuff. she opened up a portal and showed her the 
the 616 Scarlet Witch, okay. or she showed her actual future self. I think people are taking it a bit too heavy, to be honest. Yeah. I don't think, I think she's opening gateways into other dimensions. We've made it clear already that we're not really doing multiverse here, you know, as such. And it is just Agatha kind of creating stuff. And she can't create the stuff that Wanda's doing. She, yeah. she, she can no, make yeah. the bird out of... I love of, that scene. You know, the out, she can make the bird out of the bug. But she's like, you're next level. You've got like a whole script thing running on autopilot. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't do that. And obviously that's what Agatha wants to be able to do. Is that what Agatha was trying to tap into in the beginning when all the other witches turned on her? And who who kind of perpetuated this legend of the Scarlet Witch? I... And what purpose does that, what, what role does that person or does that, you know, does that fill in, in the kind of greater universe going forward? First of all, I love the Scarlet Witch thing. Uh, it get, while I was watching the episode, I was like, man, it feels like the Phoenix from the X-Men, kind of. Yes. I love them kind of switching it to something that's kind of like how the Phoenix is in X-Men. I think the Scarlet Witch idea, love it. It's great. I don't know if that's what she's after. Uh, in the episode, at the end, she's like, you're fucking dangerous. Like, you, if you become the Scarlet Witch, you could destroy everything and i'm not gonna let that happen it almost seems like she's trying to stop wanda from doing damage like i, I feel like she thinks she's trying to make contact with dark magic and you know tap into you know dangerous shit yeah but herself so. i think there's probably a difference between what she was trying to do and the power that wanda has access to it feels like from agatha's point of view she's doing the right thing I think she truly believes that taking out Wanda is the right thing to do because she is too dangerous. Do you not think she wants to like, she wants, it seems like she wants Wanda f- to fulfill this role of the Scarlet Witch to, you know, like she's some kind of like chosen one. Once she's got, once she achieves this kind of like legendary status, then maybe she can kind of like teach a new generation of witches how to like do this next level of chaos magic or something. But we're going to have to hold this thought, guys, and go to a quick commercial break. God damn you. And God damn you, Dean. <laughs> we will get back into it in just one moment. Hi, everyone. This is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years. As we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Mirkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. So I was getting down to Agatha all along. I was... He's getting so down, and everyone should go and get that rose too on Wednesdays. Go check that guys, show out; it's a lot of fun for you bachelor people out there. This right here, this is a uh, this. I, I don't. This is without doubt. Christy, I don't know how you guys don't don't realize that, but it is without doubt. So you know. Okay. Uh, I, it, to answer your question, I can't believe they got enchantress from Suicide Squad. In <laughs> go on. <laughs> to answer your uh, your earlier question, I, I think that uh, when it comes to what Agatha is trying to do uh, and why she wanted to kind of bring Wanda out was I think she wanted to make sure before she killed her. I think she wanted to make sure that she wasn't just killing like a because she kind of had a raw deal done to her in at the beginning in the Salem witch trials like those other witches were kind of like nah we're just gonna we're gonna fucking kill you like but we don't know what she was doing man no we but they no and they definitely held that back on purpose I think I think that they framed that scene at the beginning to make you sympathetic towards her and I I think that they definitely the way she talks the way she acts at the end I feel like she was just trying to make sure that she was right, that this was, that Wanda was as dangerous as she thought she was before she, you know. We still don't know why she's got the kids and what she wants with the kids. Because we kind of assumed going through this whole show that the kind of end game of this show was for some reason to get Wanda kids. 
and we still don't know why she's got them. Is the reason that she's taken them, is that tie into what she was trying to tap into at the beginning? Because she's like, right, well, now I've kind of helped bring out this, like, mythical creature of chaos magic, and now I have the two children born of chaos magic. Because she says, like, you can create life. No, nobody else is doing that. We can't do that. And it seems like that's the power that, that Agatha maybe wants. <laughs> is something to do with that. Oh, sorry, my cat just like my, my <laughs> just opened the, the office door just enough to stick her head in and I waved at her and then she just turned around and walked away. <laughs> Wait, what what's Agatha's end goal? Um well that's You're from the same time period. What are you trying to do? <laughs> that's hard for me to say, man, because I'm not you know, I know nothing about the comic books or anything, so I've never heard of Agatha until she's been introduced now. I know nothing about her or what she's done, you know. I don't know, man, but, uh, huh, I don't know. Like, she's just choking those kids out, man. She just chokes them out. Like, this doesn't be some kind of elaborate, you know, grand plan here, guys. You're like, I'm going to tell you kids, I'm going to choke them out while I tell you your, your life story. That's my plan. I'm just here for the for the lails, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but Wade, Wade, like based off of what we've seen in this episode, I guess, do you think that she is after Wanda's powers to have as her own, or do you think that she is like you're you're dangerous and I'm gonna take you out? I think she wants to use Wanda. Okay. I think she wants to use Wanda if she can control her. If she can't okay. control her, then she needs to take her out. Okay. I can get behind that. I think that's because that's likely. It seems, here's the thing, right? We'll we'll get into um. So Wanda, um, and Hayward in the Sword Base. Wanda's. We kind of we, as we're catching up to ourselves, we get to um, the kind of the prequel to this show <laughs> where we get Wanda kind of, you know, going in there that after, the, after coming back from the snap. Pardon. I just said that was really cool how they went back it to is. after the finger snap and and yeah. she was looking for Vision's yeah. body. That was all really fucking cool. It was pretty cool. She comes in and she's like, "Where's the body?" <laughs> and he he's like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna show you." We kind of know what's coming here. Really, it's gonna it's gonna be grim. My stomach was churning, man. I'm I I as you know, waiting for the camera to turn around to see what he looked like. And I knew what was coming, and I was just, I felt what she was feeling, man. I was just like, I, I, I want to see him, but I kind of don't. You know, this is going to, and we've already seen him a couple of times in this form throughout the show, but something about kind of just seeing it through her eyes for the first time, you know. What did she think they were going to do? Just have him laying on a, you know, on a plinth or something like, like ceremonial? Of course they're ripping him yeah. apart for part. Yeah. Come on. I think it was also, of course that's what we're doing. I think it was also partly for show. He knew what he was doing. I think I think Hayward has been planning. He, I think he has been hoping that something along these lines would happen the entire time. Uh, he. They're trying to find. They, they, yeah. They're trying to find a power source to, to get yeah. Vision up and running. Well, maybe if she was from the Mind Stone like he was, then maybe if she shows up, then maybe she can jumpstart yeah. him. You know what? I think he wanted to piss her off. He, I, I, I still think there's more with him. I definitely think there's more with him. I think maybe he's working. I think there's more to his plan than we know. Maybe he's working for somebody or some extra motive that we haven't seen yet. Because he literally says to her, oh, well, maybe you could just like... Bring him back to life. Do bring him back to life. Like, he knew yeah. he was putting that thought in her head. And it, it kind of what instigates this whole show, really. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think she she wasn't she wasn't there to do that. She's like, I'm not here for that. I don't want to bring him back. I just want to say goodbye and move on. And then he he could have literally just wrapped that problem up in a bow, dealt with it, and come to some kind of compromise. Would not have been difficult. But he literally just wanted to cattle prod her a little bit into, you know, almost like his goal is in tandem with Agatha's. Like he's made one to do this. And now Agatha's right to kind of have a make the kids. And it seems like, you know, if there was a big bad, I think there's definitely a connection between Big Bad, Haywood, and Agatha. If there is. 
I think there's something going on there. I'm probably wrong. We've all been wrong this whole time. <laughs> we were wrong. We thought it was Mephisto. Uh, the the line in there that broke me uh, was when she goes up, she like is using her powers on his head and she goes, I can't feel you. Cause oh, that that callback. One of my, oh. my maybe my like this is really fucked up. But my favorite scene in Infinity War, I think, is when she kills him, mm. and and he goes because the music in that. It, oh my god! It, I think the track is called "I Feel You," yeah, and it's uh, Infinity War with that line, but he says, "I don't," or she says, "I just feel you." Yeah, yeah. I think he goes, yeah, "You can't hurt me. Oh. I just feel you." and that's it oh man that's, and then the music oh. plays as she kills him <laughs> and then you know uno <laughs> dano pulls out the uno reverse card and and does it uh, himself <laughs> but uh, like uh, uno cards and yeah. just puts them in yeah you know he's got a plus one <laughs> <laughs> that 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 the, that line the, the i can't feel you uh yeah. Like I said, this episode's all just an exploration of Wanda's grief. It's like a 40-minute exploration of grief, and I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. It's pretty good, guys. We are, spoiler alert, we are a fan of this show over here at this show. Um, Some of us are bigger fans than the other, it seems. You know? Some of us apparently, you know, I don't know. Well, they got some weird we opinions. We all be well-informed and <laughs> Cultured. What can I say, guys? What can I say? <laughs> um, <laughs> I have another image from when Wanda's driving through the town that I want to bring up, just because... Um, yeah, let's, let's get to it. Uh, this scene is... I mean, Wanda driving through the town is so good. But we see... We see... We see our buddy here. He's putting up... Uh, like a thing like... Learn piano uh, with little... You know, his yeah. phone number for people to take. And I love the co- the connection that was my grandmother's piano. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, that was a nice touch. But I love when they're driving through the town and you're just seeing everybody. And the place kind of sucks. Like Pietro was, or Pietro, wasn't wrong when he was like, you kind of have improved some of their lives. You know, the quality of life yeah. has gone up. They don't have a choice and that's really fucked up. But the place does look nicer now. Um and that's true because the place does – it looks really run down when you go there. But here's the thing. In episode four, did they not say that the town just didn't exist? So I think that was, was their stuff getting – I think that was those cops, like their memories getting messed with because of what Wanda had done. So it's just like a – yeah, that, that yeah. makes sense. It's always a little bit like, oh, so it is an actual town? Yeah. I thought it wasn't. And she kind of just took over this like empty field or something, and yeah, no, I think they just they had gotten messed with by Wanda's powers, is all. Yeah, yeah. Well, what can you say, man? Happens to happens to one in four of us, you know, get messed with the powers. You forget what you was doing, and you just struggle to to get that day moving in the direction that you want to move. It's hard, in. man. It's hard. It's or or maybe it's... <laughs> the Night King now. The Night King. So that scene, uh, you know, I, I, they built up Jon Snow for so long, man. No. And all he do- oh, oh, no. not that, not that. We're not talking about Game no. of Thrones season eight, because uh, no, no. Oh, <laughs> about the Night King's the Night King cameo in the end of this episode. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, man. Here's the thing. Why would you? Why would Wanda kill Jon Snow? To bring him back to life, just to not even put him on the throne anyway. You, again, guys, like, what was the point? Are you saying that Wanda orchestrated the entirety of Game of Thrones? Why not? Yeah, man. Yeah. Wanda's Melisandre. I'm down. Can't you tell that you know she was halfway through producing the the last season, and then Doctor Strange came in and stopped her from doing what she was doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just let's bring up Doctor Manhattan himself. Um, yes. Holy um, shit! Is this a character from the comic books? Yeah, this is this is kind of in the comics. As far as I understand it, at one point, Vision becomes like white vision the white vision they're like gray silver vision whatever you want to call them and it's like vision without the humanity 
Right. He, he has no emotion. Yeah. Like he doesn't love Wanda. So he's that's kind of scary. Like it's it, it, I don't think he's necessarily a bad guy, but I do think that that's kind of a scary idea of the powers of vision without the the morality uh, yeah. that that he has. Yeah. I mean, are we going to see this kind of this this gray vision used like as like a proto bad guy and you know because we kind of need somebody for people to kind of throw some punches at in the last episode and I feel like, like that's that's where gray vision comes in. You think that's kind of where we're going? You know what I think is going to happen? I think this motherfucker is going to show up. All right. He's going to stare down the real vision. He's going to open his mouth. All right. And it's Ultron's voice. I think, I think we're getting, we're getting, uh, what's his name? Uh, who played Ultron? James Spader. James Spader. I think we're, I think he's going to open his mouth and we're going to hear Ultron's voice come out of him. Uh, I feel like that'd be a great, great, like cameo. In one hand, I think that's cool for the cameo and stuff, but in the kind of logic in the universe, kind of the part of vision that was Ultron was the Mind Stone, right? No, like, the, he cool. uploaded himself. The part, the part that made Vision good, we think, was the Mind Stone. The Mind Stone over right, yeah, ra- yeah. overrode the parts of Vision that were Ultron. Is is kind of what they talk about in like Infinity War? Um, that with like the there's Jarvis, there's Ultron and there's the Mind Stone all in there. And hopefully if we take the Mind Stone out, he'll still be good and not Ultron. Um, yeah. I think... So, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, so you think we, we, we're just going to ha- end up with a random kind of slightly out of left field battle with Ultron in the last episode of WandaVision? You think that's what we're getting? I don't know if it's going to be Ultron, but I think we're, I, I think it'd be smart to differentiate him, the two visions. Like, obviously they look completely different, but I think even just throwing in yeah. James Spader's voice would be, and I'm sure he'd be down to do and it. Not even. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I think for the, you know, people who recognize the voice, it'll make sense. Yeah. And they'll just be like, Oh yeah, of course. Old evil vision would just sound like Ultron. Yeah. yeah kind of. Yeah. I, 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 I feel that. I feel that. Um, I think. I think there's two end games for possible end games for Vision. You mentioned you think he might. Yeah, thank you, Wade. Thank you for yeah. Let me just. I I think that you know. Wait, am I looking the right way? No, I gotta look this way. Okay. Uh, you know, I think that um, it's possible that uh he dies. I think they kind of been setting up that the end of the series has to be him like, kind of or like Wanda giving up and like. You can't on. leave the heck because we find out he's the only well, thing in the heck made from a real thing well, right because they they established that in the other episode here's the question is can he merge with exactly is vision does vision have a soul is there enough sure the body's fake but is there enough inside of vision that he could take over this vision's body and no. But the vision that would take over that body is literally just a construct of Wanda's magic. How powerful is she? Yomage. Because that's kind of what Agatha's saying, right? You've got the chaos magic. You can make the life. And we're going to assume that... we Let's assume that we're not going to kill any kids in this show. We, the twins are probably going to be around moving forward, you know. Oh, so we're going to establish that she's... <laughs> Spoiler alert, the kids are not dying, guys. And I know we all we all tune in every week because we like kids to die at the end of a show. That's how we get a satisfying ending. Okay, so but... so here's my thought process. Right? My thought <laughs> yeah. process is Vision can't leave the hex. She created him, right? But the problem is that she can't like create the mind stone. So the thing that actually yeah. powers this version of Vision, the part that like makes him alive, doesn't she can't create that. I think if you bring in this other version of Vision that has an alternative alternative source in this whatever the, the whatever the fuck is on his forehead, and I, I I think I think it's at least within the realm of possibility that you could write it as yeah. our Vision that Wanda constructed, taking over his body, and now that he has like a power source in this thing in his head that's real yeah. he can leave and, and live on or they could kill him i think i'd be fine either way i'd like more vision but they've also set it up really well that if he died i think it would be probably emotionally satisfying 
Yeah, it kind of just feels like too easy in a way to kill him. It just feels like a given that we're kind of just going to go through this journey and then go back to square one yeah. of not having him again. Yeah. So it kind of feels like what you're proposing would be even cooler. And again, I love Vision yeah. um, and I'd be cool to see, you know, I don't know how he'd factor into future movies, but, you know, having a great Vision around for at least a little bit would be fun. I've, here's the thing. I think Grey Vision is going to turn out to be a piece of shit. He's not going to. He's not going to do anything good. He's probably going to go rogue, you know, on Hayward, and he's going to get his comeuppance. So I think if Grey Vision is bad, and you know, Wonder's Vision is good, and then maybe he finds a way to transfer into Grey Vision. I think what we end up with, in my theory, is we end up with a kind of neutral villain that's neutral vision yeah. that's neither good or bad and has no memories but at least is like good kind of you know not like non-destructive at least and then maybe at some point down the line we can just you know in future avengers movies or team up movies you know we can kind of just have this extra like powerhouse body on the on the screen <laughs> in white vision or maybe he just goes off into the sunset and we never see him again yeah, I think you could write. I I think you could write Vision off at the end of this show. I think you could write him back to life, and I think either way it would work beautifully. I think they have two avenues open to them, to either get rid of Vision or to bring him back and keep him. And I think either way would work. Because uh, yeah. you you can't just bring him back with no consequences no. as he would, no. because you know we already got enough slack of you know. From like, oh well, we just endgame was just bringing everybody back, but at least Vision stayed dead. You know, we we you, there's got to be a consequence if she does bring him back. I think that consequence is his memories, and we end up with a blank slate. Maybe at some point down the line, another character who maybe gets some critical injuries now has a vessel to possibly be transferred over into, and they could kind of adapt that one in the storyline, but for a, maybe a different character in a way fun thing to to have in your pocket for in the future maybe if we get young adventures and we get iron lad maybe he just kind of takes over that body when he travels into our timeline because that's the best that's there for him kind of thing mm-hmm. could be some fun stuff could be some stuff Wait. any final predictions for next week guys? uh let's go around uh starting with you wade who's the cameo who's the cameo uh, next week um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get you guys go first because I want to try to give a serious. Well, wait, no, I I had a serious answer last week, but I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember who it was. Um. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I, I think it's gonna be Wolverine. Hugh Jackman. No, yeah, so? for real. I'm serious. Okay. I'm not not going to try to give some explanation. I'm just going to say my gut feeling is that it will be Hugh Jackman. We're talking about the Luke Skywalker (laughs) of the MCU. In my mind, that's who it is. I love him. I love you going, I'm not going to try to explain it. And then you went on to try to explain it. Look, guys, if you need if you need a new vessel for the soul of your dead android husband, what better vessel to put that soul into? Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Damn straight. I, want, I don't think going to be. I want Jackman as Wolverine is going to be the big cameo. Possibly. Who do you think? Who do you think, Dean? Who's the big cameo next episode? All right, so. Sorry to kind of bring us back down to earth. It's Doctor Strange. Obviously, it's Doctor Strange. No, we're yes. gonna have that obviously. It's too obvious. But and also, <laughs> the curious thing is, he said it's somebody that he's wanted. Did he ever get a chance to work with with Benedict on any of the Marvel movies? No. no? Okay, then they yeah, don't it's, appear. They don't yeah, it's, any, it's um, Doctor Strange. Yeah, <laughs> it's Doctor Strange. He's we're gonna get this big battle between Wanda, Agatha. White Vision, regular Vision. Oh my God. And I Monica. think Doctor Strange is just going to have to come in and mediate everything. The other what thing. What are you guys doing? Key <laughs> kind of round back up to the beginning of this episode and to, that ties into Doctor Strange. Agatha wipes out all these other witches yeah. and 
there's somebody else who's not a fan of people using magical powers, and that is Baron Mordo uh-huh. from Doctor Who. So, Dude, if he shows if he, up in this show, her, I'll flip my and shit. Baron Mordo just fucks her up, you know, out of nowhere. I would. He's not exactly a Luke Skywalker level cameo for most people, but I'm a big Baron Mordo fan. I'm a big Truitel Edgy Four fan. I love his performance in that, and that end credit scene for Doctor Strange was dark. Yeah. As F. And if he just showed up and murdered Agatha Harkness, that would be the funniest shit I've ever seen. If Baron Mordo shows up in the next episode of WandaVision, I will lose my goddamn mind. I promise you that. If Doctor Strange shows up, I think I'll lose a little bit less just because it like. Yeah. It, it it makes sense. It's probably gonna happen, uh, yeah. but I I'm excited nonetheless. I can't believe next week is it. We're oh, yeah, man. We're almost Crazy. done. There's got to be a. They have to have a surprise tenth episode for us. I don't think so. I think next week is it. Uh, yeah, I think next week is it. I, <laughs> we'll probably get like a, a gallery type thing. We are. on it. I would imagine confirmed. There's gonna be a documentary episode the week after. Okay. So cool. the week in between WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier, they're doing a making of WandaVision episode. Um, I think we are going to be absolutely devastated at the end of this next episode. And uh, here's my wild prediction that in my heart I want to happen, but I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, I think in the credits it will read, well, I don't think it's going to happen, but I want it to happen. Scarlet Witch will return in Spider-Man No Way Home. Really? Because that's coming out at the end of this year, right? I so. I want it to happen. I don't. At th- at this point, they've been so adamant that it is not a multiverse story yeah. that I'm starting to believe them. That I'm like, maybe maybe they yeah. really are trying to temper people's expectations because nothing's going to happen. But I'm hearing rumors that they're shooting Spider-Man three and four back to back. So who fucking knows uh, maybe, what's happening? So maybe Spider-Man um, No Way Home kind of like leads you on a cliffhanger that leads us into like the Spider-Verse situation. He said this was his last movie. That, he said this was his last Did movie, he? that this is the last one on his contract. That he, he'd he love to come back, but as of right oh, now, he doesn't have another movie on his contract. Oh, now we get this stuff with either the character of Spider-Man and the Marvel Sony thing, or the actor, you know, oh, well, he's only, you know, got this many... If they're shooting back-to-back... He's in. He's locked in. If if they're shooting back-to-back, I wonder if that counts as one or two movies on his contract. That's how they get him. That's how they get him. I would say so, because it's two separate movies, so... I thought Infinity War and Endgame only counted as one on people's, but maybe I'm just making that up in my head. I thought... Because they shot those back-to-back. Yeah. Maybe it depends on how much you appear like. If If you're only doing, like, if an actor's only doing like one movie's worth of work, but they're appearing Wait, in both okay? movies. <laughs> you good? Yeah. Yeah. So that's not what I think is going to happen, but it, deep yeah. in my heart, I hope that it says Scarlet Witch will return and Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, uh, no, I, that's I, why I they think, just announced the title. <laughs> no, I think, um, I think the cameo is Doctor Strange. He shows up, he kind of mediates, shorts, helps short some of this shit out. And in the end credit scene of this show, is Baron Mordo like, "Oh, really? There's another. You, you had you had another magical person running around. I'm gonna now. I've got to go through the multiverse to the Nexus and kill everyone, and oh, then God. tie in, you know, all the magic users, and then we tie into Doctor Strange and multiverse of madness. Because I think that's what it is. I think when we, I think that's how we're tying in here. Because I think this um that Nexus thing, and I think. The Baron Mordo wanted to wipe out all the sources, all the sources of magic in the universe. I think that's going to become wiping out all magic in the multiverse because he's going to find out the certain sources of magic or power that are kind of like universal throughout that kind of cross over mm-hmm. throughout different realities. So I think that's kind of, and then Doctor Strange is going to have to chase him through the multiverse of oh, madness. I'm so to excited! I was so excited for next week. No matter how it goes. I'm so excited for the finale. Hell yeah. Just just give it just a Shumagorath reference. Come on. You know, even if Shumagorath is wearing the original style look which costume, I wanna see it. Tell me you don't want to see Shumagorath wearing that outfit, Sean. I d I don't I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Your mind boggled. Where did you put those tentacles? Where does the cleavage come from? I don't even know. You don't even know who Shumagorath is. No, I don't. That's a 
That's a Lovecraftian Marvel monster from another dimension. And he's, he's a big guy with tentacles. That's his superpower. He's a big guy. No. There's more to him than that. He's better than... He's not just an eye, guys. He's more than meets the eye. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What? I don't believe that came out of my mouth. Right. Where can they find you, Sean? Well, if you look right, right, right there, kind of right there, uh, at Sean underscore AFK on Twitter, everything that I do is on my Twitter bio. Jay, hit him up with the... You can find me at jwait1134 on the Twitter and on Stereo, as well as at the Jcast Network on Twitter and the Stereo. And also please subscribe to the Jcast Network on the YouTube. Definitely go and do that, guys. And you can find me at Twitter at Dean Lewis2099. That is not I'm Dean2099, which is definitely not my email address that I actually said last week. It's fine. Dean Lewis, hit me up. And maybe we can discuss some theories before the last episode, because after that, we're not going to have any more theories. No more is it Mephisto, because he definitely isn't going to be in Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> you know? Unless, you know, he's living in Bucky's ass. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it'd be cool to be there, right? We all want to be there. All right, end the show. End show. First out. <laughs>